The minimum volume of a mikveh is 40 sa'ah. And as we have seen, if three loig of maim sh'uvim, drawn water, fall into the mikveh before it contains that minimum volume of 40 sa'ah, then it would invalidate the entire mikveh midrabanan. What happens if those three loig don't fall into the mikveh at the same time, but separately? The previous Mishnah taught that according to Rabbi Akiva, in that case, it would not invalidate the mikveh unless the three loig fall as one into the mikveh. However, the Chachom argued, and this Mishnah elaborates on the opinion of the Chachomim. If the three loig of water fall into the mikveh from one container, it all falls in at the same time, then certainly it would invalidate the mikveh. But even if it falls from two different containers or three different containers, Mitztorfin, they would combine together to invalidate the mikveh, unlike Rabbi Akiva's opinion. However, even the Chachamim agree that Umeyar Ba'ah, if the three loig are made up only by combining the water that fell from four different containers, then in Mitztorfin, they would not combine to make up the three loig to invalidate the mikveh. We're going to learn at the end of this Mishnah that even according to the Chachomim that the water from two or three different containers can combine together, that's only if they are poured into the mikveh roughly at the same time, or at least before he stops pouring one of the containers of water into the mikveh, he begins pouring the next one into the, into the mikveh. But first, the Mishnah teaches that Baal Keri, somebody who has certain substances, liquid, exiting his male organ, such a person is Tomei, impure, and Midra Bonon, Ezra HaSofer, instituted that such a person is forbidden to learn Torah or to daven, to pray, until he purifies himself. However, since he, according to the strict letter of the law, does not need to purify himself, there is a certain leniency that he doesn't need to immerse fully in a regular mikveh. It's sufficient to pour on him a volume of nine kav of water. A kav is equivalent to four loig, so that's like 36 loig of water. And that would be considered the purity for such a person. This Mishnah implies that it's specifically for a Balkari who is ill, and it's difficult for him to go to the mikveh that they instituted that he be able to use this smaller other method of pouring nine cups of water onto him. But as it may, the Mishnah says, Balkari achile, a ill Balkari, shenoflu olav tisha kabin mayim, upon whom nine cups of water fell, that were poured onto him. That's the first case the Mishnah is going to discuss. And the second case is the Tohar, a person who is pure, onto which three loig of drawn water fall. Midrabonon, this actually makes a person Tomei. They made this decree so that it wouldn't appear to people that the shower that people have after going to the mikveh is that which purifies them, so in order to make sure people would avoid having a shower right after going to the mikveh, they said that if you would do so, you would become Tomei. But the, the reason for the decree itself, be it what it is, the point is, the according if three loig of draw water fall onto a person, he becomes Tomei. In both of these cases, however, the Mishnah stresses that Mikli Echod, if all of the water is poured onto the person using one container in one go, Mishnayim or Mishleisha, or even from two or three different containers, Mitztarofen, they would combine together to make up that minimum, that, that amount of three loig or nine kav. But Me'arbar, if you use four different containers of water with, to pour the water onto the person, then Amit Starfin they would not combine in the same way as with regards to the disqualification of the mikvah. The water doesn't combine if each container contains less than a loig itself. That's why, really, the three is the maximum. 
because that's the only way that each of the containers can contain a loig, but any amount less than that is not considered to be significant enough to combine with water from other containers. And now, as you mentioned, when is all this true, that water from different containers is able to combine? Only if the second container began being poured before the first container stopped pouring. Point number one. Point number two, Uvamid Ramurim. When are these guidelines true? Bismanchalon is covered in rabbis. In a case where the person didn't intend to increase the volume of the mikveh, he was pouring out the water, the water from the containers because he wanted to empty the containers. In that case, we say that if there's any more than three containers, they wouldn't combine. Avon is covered the rabbis, but if he intended by pouring this water into the mikveh to increase the volume of the mikveh, then, even if only a tiny amount of water, a kurtov, which is an eighth of an eighth of a loig, one part out of 64 parts of a loig, throughout the entire year, that's the amount of water which is added to the mikveh, a tiny drop at a time. With starfinishation login, they would combine together to make up the three loig that would invalidate the mikveh, if eventually they reach that volume. Because over here, he's actually intending to increase the volume of the mikveh with water that is not really fit for the mikveh. So in that case, we say that all of the water would combine to reach that minimum amount of three loig that would invalidate the mikveh. This parak, this chapter, continues with the laws of Ma'am Sha'uvim, drawn water that invalidate a mikveh. One of the conditions for it to be considered drawn water is that it is in a container. Although there are other ways for the water to be considered drawn, for example, if a person is the one who causes the water to fall into the mikveh, for example, if there is if there are very wet clothes, and a person squeezes the clothes so that water comes out of them into the mikveh, even though the water was never inside of a container, since the person was involved in causing that water to come out of the clothes and into the mikveh, that would make the water maim shuvim. But in a regular case where a person is not necessarily the one who squeezes the water out, so it would only be considered maim shuvim if the water was in a kli, in a container, something that can hold water. It must have the status of a utensil, and because of that, we're going to see a number of examples in this parak, in this chapter, that if something was not able to hold things, and it was attached to the ground, or it was attached to a fixed structure, like a building, and after it was attached, then somebody carved it into something that is able to hold. Even though right now it does have the features of a container, it can hold things, since now it's already attached to the ground or to the building, it would not become a kli. This Mishnah talks about somebody who places utensils, containers, underneath a pipe that comes down from the roof, and although we're talking about a pipe that is able to hold water, it got that ability to hold water only after it was attached to the building. And because of that, the water that is in the pipe does not become Mayim Shuvim by it being in the pipe. However, since he put the containers underneath the pipe to catch the water that comes down, whether it be large utensils or small ones, even very small, but relatively insignificant containers are considered to be a kli. It could be the Mishnah is emphasizing that even if the kli is so large that it's not able to become Tomei, there is a maximum size that for a kli for it to become Tomei, and even if it's very small, that it's too small to become Tomei, there's also a minimum size. Nevertheless, over here, we're not interested in it having the status of a kli with regards to the laws of it being able to become Tomei. 
With regards to the laws of becoming Tomes, we learned in Masechus Kalim that there are more limited guidelines and rules for what is considered to be a kli, what isn't. But over here, that's not our concern. Our concern is that it's considered to be a container, it can hold water, then it would make the water into my Mishu'ovim. Afinu kli gelolim kli avonim kli adoma, even if the container is made out of animal dung or stone or earth, these are all materials that are not able to become Tomei. So again, in Masechus Kalim, we learned that they're not consi- they don't have the halachic status of a kli with regards to becoming Tomei. But they're still considered to be a utensil, a container, and therefore placing in some mikveh, the water which is inside of them would invalidate the mikveh as being maim sha'ovim. Now we've already seen that one of the conditions for water to become maim sha'ovim is that the person who caused the water to be in the container is happy about it being there. In this case, he certainly is. He put the container underneath the pipes so that it would catch the water. But interestingly, the Mishnah teaches that whether somebody placed it there deliberately, or even if he just forgot it there, the same would apply, and it would be considered Maim Shuvim, Shamai, according to Biz Shamai. And the Gemara explains that, of course, Biz Shamai agreed that if he literally left it there by mistake and he didn't intend for it to be under the pipe to catch water at all, then there's no willingness over there for the water to be there, and therefore it would not become Maim Shuvim. But Bishamai is talking about a very specific case where the sky became very cloudy and it appeared as if it was about to rain. And at that point, somebody placed these containers underneath the pipe so that it would catch the water that is coming down the pipe from the roof of the building. But then, a couple of moments later, the sky cleared and it didn't actually rain. And at that point, the person forgot and he, f- he left the containers over there. Later on, the sky became very cloudy again and it rained. And the water ca- and the containers catch the water from the pipe. According to the Shammai, since originally he put it there with the intention of it catching the water that's going to come down from the pipes, even though it ended up being different water that came down, that is still considered to be something that we can see that the person responsible is happy about. However, Basil say that in that case where he forgot the containers, the water would be pure. Pure means that it wouldn't be considered Maim Shuvim. It's not the language of him is Tomei, but the point is it wouldn't disqualify the mikveh. Because in terms of it being there right now, the reason why the key was there right now is at the end of the day because he forgot it there. Not because he put it there at the beginning. The main reason why it is there right now is because of him forgetting it there and therefore the water that falls into it would not be considered Maim Shuvim according to Beis Hillel. On Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir records that Nimnu Rabbi Beis Shammai Beis Hillel, they voted... And the students of the yeshiva of Shammai, Beis Shammai, were found to be the majority over the students of Beis Hillel. This is referring to a particular event when many, many of the Tamid Chachomim, the righteous people of that generation, were all together on a particular occasion. And they discussed many different areas of law and... At that gathering, the majority were Beishamai, and therefore, with regards to everything that was that was discussed over there, the law was ruled in accordance with Beishamai, which is irregular. In general, the rule is that the law is like Beishilel. But since at that gathering, the majority was, was Beishamai, the halacha was decided like them in those particular cases. And according to Rebbe one of those cases was this case of our Mishnah. Adds the Mishnah, both agree that if you forgot the containers there in the middle of the courtyard, not underneath the pipe, 
In this case, even Beis Shammai agree that the water is Shehutahar, it's pure, it's not considered to be Baim Shehutahim. And we're talking about a very similar case, where he put it there when it was about to rain, and then it didn't end up raining, but later on it rained and the containers were filled up. In this case, even Beis Shammai agree that it won't be considered Maim Shehutahim, because it's far less recognisable that he put the container there in order for it to be filled up with water. If it's right underneath the pipe, so then it's very obvious, but over here where it's in the middle of the courtyard, it's not recognisable that it was put there with the intention of it being filled up with water, and because of that, even Beis Shammai agree that it would not disqualify the mikveh. On Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, in relation to Rabbi Meir's point, that actually this is not one of the cases that, would, that was discussed over there and ruled like Beis Shammai. Adai Machleks the argument still stands in its place, it wasn't voted upon at that gathering, and because of that, the regular law will apply that the halacha goes in accordance with Beis Hillel. Mishnah Beis, only water that is inside of a kli, something that can contain and hold water, is going to be invalidated and be considered ma'im shovim. and because of that, somebody who places a tray underneath a pipe, for it to catch the water, if it has a rim going around the tray, and because of that, it does have the ability to hold the water inside of it, it's considered to be a container, a kli, is a mikveh, so it would invalidate the mikveh, because it would be considered maim shuvim, vim love, but if it doesn't have a rim going around it, then it's not considered to be a kli at all, and therefore the water that is on it, would not invalidate the mikveh, because it's not considered to be maim shuvim. If he stood the tray up in order to wash it off, he wanted the water from the pipe to fall onto the tray in order that the dirt that is on the tray be cleaned. So he placed it at an angle. So it's not in its regular position for holding things. In this case, whether or not it has a rim, it would not invalidate the mikveh. Because water that is inside of a container is only going to become Maim Shuvim if the container is held upright in the normal position for it to be holding and containing that water. Mishnah Gimel, a pipe or a gutter that is horizontal, since it is open on both sides, it's not fit to hold water, and therefore the, ma- the water wouldn't really become Maim Shuvim if it is in the gutter, if it is in that pipe. However, often running across the pipe at different intervals, there would be a dent at the bottom of this gutter, this pipe that is running horizontally, so that any stones and pebbles that end up falling into the pipe, the water will cause them to move until they reach this dent, and they'll fall into the dent instead of blocking up the pipe. So in this case, the dent essentially is considered to be a container, it can hold things and water that falls into there would become Maim Shuvim. All this having been said, it's important to remember that this is only true if the dent existed on the pipe before it was attached to the building. But if first the pipe was attached to the building, and then they turned it into something that can contain and hold things, then it would not become a kli since it's already attached to the building. Hachotet Batsinar, one who makes a dent in a pipe, lekabel tzuroros, in order to receive and hold the stones and pebbles that fall into the pipe. Bishal eights. If the pipe under discussion is made out of wood, kolshahu, then regardless of the size of this dent, it would be considered a container. 
and water that falls into it would be considered by Mishuvim, or Shulcheres. However, if the pipe is made out of earthenware, which is considered to be much less significant, so a tiny dent wouldn't really be considered a kli. Revius, however, if the dent is able to hold a revius or more of liquid, then that gives it significance enough for it to be considered a kli, in which case the water that falls into it will be considered Maim Sha'uvim. However, Rabbi Yossi says that with regards to Maim Sha'uvim, we don't really care about the significance of the container. If it can contain water, then regardless of its size, it's considered to be a kli. And therefore, Afbishal Cheres Kolshehu, even if it's made out of earthenware, any size is enough. The Chachomim only spoke about the need for earthenware to hold a volume of a revius when they talked about broken pieces of earthenware. If it's a full container that is broken and you've got a broken shard, so then we're only going to view that as having significance as a container if it can still hold at least a revius. But over here, where it's not broken or anything, so it's considered to be significant regardless of its size. If there were stones and pebbles that were shaking about inside this dent. Since they are still shaking about, so we don't view it as if the dent is no longer a container. It's still considered to be a container with things inside of it. And therefore, any water that manages to get in there, postal in some would invalidate the mikveh. However, if earth falls into that dent and it gets squashed, so now it's pretty dense and hard, so the dent is no longer considered to be a container anymore. It's been filled up, and therefore water that falls onto it, kosher, will remain valid, and it won't disqualify the mikveh as maim shoven. Siloin should sarmikan mikan. If there is a pipe that is narrow on either side, but emtsa, it is wider in the middle of it. It's a horizontal pipe, and in the middle of the pipe, it's got a larger space. Because of this, the part in the middle is able to hold water without the water going out of either end. This is very similar to the case of the dent that has been discussed until now. However, the Mishnah says that Eino Paisel, water that goes over there, will not invalidate the mikveh, and it's not considered to be Maim Sh'ovim, because that wasn't made in order to be a container. This is the shape of the pipe. The purpose is to be a pipe, not to be a container, whereas in the previous case, the entire dent was made in order to hold stones, and because of that, it has the status of being a container, unlike in this last case of the Mishnah.